0: So um, I've been reading for 32 years, and in that time, I have given some full-on shit-ass readings. And they were more frequent when I was younger because I would just bullshit my way through it, or maybe I was drunk and or high, or maybe I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, and I would just be like oh, it looks like your energy is really expansive. And then I'm inside, I'm like, I fucking know what this card means. <laughs> Those were not paid readings, by the way. This was me learning. But like two months ago, I got a reading with this woman and it was very straightforward. Um, her partner um, was cheating on her, but I didn't see any like evidence that they, you know, like did it or whatever. <laughs> and I said, um, Yeah, I I think that he's cheating, but I don't think it was intimate and it doesn't matter because trust betrayed and blah, blah. So she texts me, I wish you were right. I found underpants that are not mine and the lawyer said we haven't been married long enough for me to get anything and uh, he totally has been cheating on me and you fucked this up, basically. And I went, oh, no. And she asked for a refund, and usually I don't refund ever because I'm like, there's even a thing on my website that says I don't refund. Choose wisely, right? And but it's Corona time, and I felt bad, and clearly I missed the mark, and I was like, tell you what, I will refund your money. And she's like, or how about you give me another reading? Now this is where I doubled down on the stupid, you guys, because oh, I was no, like,
2: no, you didn't, no, you didn't. what no, you, what, did did you no, do? I didn't. Melissa. Oh, I didn't.
0: Sagittarius with the heart as big as a mountain. I'm so sorry. I'll do it again. So I did it oh, again.
2: Oh,
1: no.
0: Because if the cards were like, nah, everything is cool. <laughs> and, and I'm like, um, hey, cards. She's like on the phone with me right now. Could you not? And they said that everything was going to be okay. That the reason the cards hadn't said anything about it before is because she needed hard evidence. And in the you know, time between reading, she'd gotten it. And that's what she needed to bring it on home. But um, still said, there was some detail about like, no, this didn't happen. And guess what happened two days later? Oh, God. On again, refunds. you screwed it all up. And then I start <sighs> getting text, like six pages worth of text about her life and motivations and why you And I had to block her number because I'm not trying to fix your whole life. You paid for a reading. You got two readings. We're done. And my hubris and my mistake was sometimes tarot readings are wrong. I've talked about this on my blog, but I was so filled with my own ego that I couldn't listen to my own goddamn advice. And that's G-O-T-D-A-M-N like my dad taught me to pronounce it.
1: God, God damn. damn. Exactly. Oh, boy. I was so
0: convinced that I could give her the answer that she wanted that I just kept digging that hole. Ugh. And honestly, my distant perspective from this situation is, is that she needed to go through this on her own and shouldn't have gotten a reading in the first place. Because sometimes the cards are like, stop, no one, don't. And my egotistic ass was like, no, no, I know better than two readings. Now, I am very, I'm going to say this, and I hope lightning doesn't strike me down. I'm very seldom wrong. It doesn't happen a lot. I would say I have like a 98% accuracy rate. Like over the last 30 years, I've maybe gotten four phone calls that I had shit the bed or whatever. So that's pretty good. But I hold those so personally, because this is what I do for a living, that, you know, every hairdresser is going to give you fucked up bangs every now and again, it's going to happen. Every, you know, mechanic is going to miss a bolt. Everybody is going to have an off day. But I think that when tarot readers do it, at least me, with my little Midwestern heart, I'm like, no, no, I'm better than this. I can prove it. And that was my mistake.
2: So if you guys haven't caught wise we were talking <laughs> about bad readings. Uh, what happens when you give a bad reading? What happens when you get a bad reading? How yeah, to recover from bad
1: readings? Just bad cry, readings. lay <sighs> on the
0: couch and you eat a whole box of lucky charms while watching Broad City
1: or bonbons <laughs> or chocolate. I mean, and that's you decide you're never gonna do it. You burn your deck, and then you get a new Ugh, one. The worst. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or sometimes it's the you worst. put away you put away your deck for a number of years, and you don't touch it again because you're just like, clearly, I'm shit at this. You I'm not worthy. It
0: seems to like be appropriate. This reason. is too
2: hard. You know, the user too. Ma- there are too many expectations and too honesty, many meetings. Sometimes. A bad reading just brings us down to earth and reminds us that we're human. And sometimes the, what I like to say is the cards are never wrong. Our interpretation of the cards can be absolutely wrong at times because yes. we are we're, human.
1: Welcome yeah. to humanity. And sometimes we're not we're, perfect. Yeah. And, and sometimes, sometimes
0: we gloriously <laughs> in the past, you know, um, I did a reading one time for somebody, I think I talked about this on reversals, and I got all the cards were reversed, I flipped them over so they're right Mm -hmm. side up, and I gave her the opposite of her reading. You know, that's hubris, that's ego. And you'd think that in, you know, 30 some years, I would learn to get myself out of whatever the result is, but no,
1: no, I haven't. Haven't learned yet. Every reading is a new reading sometimes. You know, you never know who's going to sit in front of you. You never know what they're going to ask you. And you never know what the card's going to say and what comes out of your mouth. I mean, there have been times where I have flipped the justice card, the emperor card, where if it's justice, I see emperor and vice versa, or some of the kings on the standard Rider-Waite-Smith deck. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it's got the name down there, I'll be like, oh, this is this is Emperor. And I look down, I'll oh, wait. No, this is justice. Sometimes I'll run with it because whatever comes out of my mouth, you just got to go yeah. with it. You just stick with it. Sometimes I'll flip it around.
2: You know, sometimes you have a bad day. Yeah. Tarot
1: dyslexia. Yeah, yep. tarot thing. dyslexia. Some images true thing. look so I, similar to one another that you're like, you can't identify one red cape from another red cape. Yeah. Yeah, and I've, I, said, I've said that before
2: about like magician cards sometimes. And yeah. I'm just like, this is a very emperor-looking emperor-y magician or this is a very, you know, high priestess looking queen of swords, you know? So you get the vibe of another card, but, but it's not that card that you're actually pulling in the reading. So-,
0: so you guys, I'm sure, have been wrong before.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, we got the big eyes from both of them, guys. Oh, yes. Millery, tell me what'd you do?
2: What'd oh my you- god. Um, well, I do <clears throat> the details of the reading I don't really remember quite as much, but I definitely remember the feeling of like, oh shit, I shit the bed. You know, like, oh, clearly I messed up. And then and then the it's, it's very strange, the interactions that I have with that client afterwards, because it's just like, well, clearly I'm not the right reader for you if I gave you such a horrible reading. So why do you keep on asking me for another reading if I did such a bad job on the first reading that you want another reading from me? And sometimes there, there are those moments where it's just like, even if you have it stated on your website very, very clearly, like you don't give refunds, sometimes it's just easier to give the refund, like pay people to go away. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just like, well, clearly this didn't work for you. And no, I don't usually give refunds, but if that'll make you happy, here's your money back go find a reader that works for you. Cause that's what I should have done that will uh, (laughs) we both kind of looked at you when you started that it's just like i know i can't just like no you didn't
1: it's a a, it (laughs) it happens sometimes sometimes because we're caring you know a lot of us are empathic and you know empathetic and And we know we care about about people and we just you know it's like well how can i make it better how can i fix it you know and i'm
0: not cheap either so i wanted to like make sure that she had Her money's worth, and I offered her a refund, and she said, "How about you just read for me again?" And I was like, "Oh, okay, duh, duh, that was stupid." Oh,
2: well, now she's working for a third reading out of you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: And then, you know, I I like a lot of my clients. She was a first timer, and I do text my clients on occasion, not often, Mm -hmm. but if they're like, "Hey, you forgot to send me the picture from my reading," or Um, Good luck today or whatever. I think it's great. Or I'm feeling much better since our reading. That's fantastic But I don't want middle March blowing my phone up at 1 o'clock in the morning. That's not okay
2: And that's a boundary like we create containers here And Mm -hmm. our like the way we work is the way we work best and if you're texting in the off hours that's clearly a boundary crossing. And also we're not working at that time. So whatever we say, in that non-working space. That's not a reading, folks. Yeah. That's yeah, <laughs> what I
1: said. And yeah. sometimes we have so many readings where we can't remember what was said like months ago, you know, because we might have had one reading after that, we might have had a couple hundred and it's like, "Well, do you remember that one reading you told me in 2017?" It's like, "Nope. <laughs> uh, did I actually read for you then?" You know. I had a
0: client that I adore that I'd read for in December. So what is that 7 months ago? Yeah. And she was like, oh my God, everything you told me was right. She texted me and I was like, I don't know who the fuck this is. And I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You know, because I don't save client numbers on my cell phone. That's, you know, I just use it to send pictures or whatever. And I don't remember readings at all because they're not mine. So that was, I gave a bad reading and then I doubled down on my bad by offering to fix it which I don't think sometimes I think that, and this is going to sound like I'm trying to cover my ass, but you guys let me know what you think. Sometimes I do a bad reading or I don't connect with a person because they're not supposed to get a reading just then.
2: Yeah. So with the example
0: I gave, had she known early on all the stuff that she found out between the readings, she wouldn't have had a case at -hmm. all because she found like text messages and information on like the computer and found all of the shit that she could then present. And, I've, and it was kind of like she had to come across it on her own so that she could go through that process. And it sounds like bullshit when I say it after fucking up, but I do think that there are some things in life that you just have to do. You just have to go through.
1: I've know? given some readings where I don't know what the fucking cards say. Like, at, you know... And amazingly enough, sometimes bad readings stick in your head, which is why I can remember some of mine. I gave a three-card reading at a New Year's Eve party to a person. They sat in front of me. I gave them three cards. And that last card, you know, it's like nothing was clicking, nothing was gelling. And the last card, I think it was a court card. I can't remember exactly, but I'm just sitting there going, it's not talking to me. I don't know why, but this card doesn't have anything to say. I can tell you exactly what these cards mean from books. I can tell you what my friends will say they mean. I can, you know, go to the internet with my phone and tell you, but it does not have any relationship back to what you've just asked me about whatever year that party was. And it's like, I don't know. I honestly don't know. So I recommend you take a picture of this. Think about what I've said. Think about these images and see if you can discover something. And I remember the person coming back as I'm packing up. Any more insights? And I said, no, nope. It's
0: nope. I have no fucking clue what's going on it's with like you. I still don't have
1: a clue. The tarot is
2: like almost stonewalling.
0: Yes. In mm-hmm. a
2: way. And, and, Like everything you were just saying, Melissa, was like so totally some of the readings that I've given where it's just like, they don't want to talk or they don't want to answer this question right now. And it's just like, and we can force our way through it. And I'm probably going to make a lot of mistakes because I'm forcing this. And I think it is sometimes the timing of the situation, and and this is the reason why I teach my tarot students not to ask for specific dates and months and years, or on X date, you will meet a tall, handsome stranger or whatever, because that's not the way tarot works in regards to mm-hmm. timing. It's usually yeah. when X, Y, and Z happens, then A will happen. Yeah, It's yeah. very much more sequential in that, well, and things can change. Like and astro- things can change. The There's astrology, will. Y- yeah. Yep. All
1: that stuff can go out the window the moment you're done with that reading, which could also make it a bad reading because you've right. changed the scenario. But what's interesting
2: is sometimes in the span of that, a bad reading has to occur for the client to realize what it is they truly want. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. some cases, because I've had that happen. And I'm just like, okay, you know, and I'm just like, and because I'm like, oh, it's this, and this, and and they're just like, that's like the opposite of what I want right now, and I'm just like, well, you still have your information then, though. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and I like, okay, so I have clients who will ask me a question, and I get this feeling in my chest that I'm like, no, I'm not going to answer that question for you. That's something you have to figure out, and they get kind of pissed at me, and I'm like, I'm getting an indication from, like, my guides or the universe or whoever.
2: Blame your guides, always. It, Blame your yeah, guides. my guides are they such They can take awesome it. They can take it.
0: You have to figure this out on your own. This is why I only read for people maximum every three months. I don't read for them any sooner than that. Because do your fucking homework and live your life. This is not my job, right? And I think getting back to the giving bad readings thing, I think is as important to new readers as giving good readings because more
2: important I think
0: yeah when you fuck up don't be like me and double down on your fuckery like tell the person I'm just learning don't take this to heart this is a maybe your free will will change how this reading turns out the future is always up to you but it gives you the the ability to um to speak out for what tarot really is instead of what their assumption of it is. It's not a goddamn crystal ball because those are hard to read. But, But what it is, is it's a snapshot of what is going on right now. And if you continue on this exact path, this is going to be the most likely outcome. It is not, you're going to meet somebody on March 14th with green eyes. Well, what if they have hazel eyes? Or what if they're wearing colored contacts? Or what if their bus was late and they got there in the 15th? You'll look Mm -hmm. them right in their hazel eyes and blow them off because they didn't match with the prescribed thing that I told you. And how, how dare I ruin someone's life like that? So I think having shitty readings gives you an opportunity to say, this is just a tarot reading. That's all it is. It is a snapshot. It's not a promise. And I might be wrong.
2: It's not a magic wand.
0: No, it's not. Although I have one of those around here somewhere. But (laughs) I think that it gives us the ability to put what we do into its place. That's that's why I did that bad reading. It was educational.
1: Well, and it's also, you know, a couple of other things to add into it. Like I said, I don't, if I can't figure out what the cards are saying, I will say that. I will flat out say, look, I don't know what's going on. You know, like I said, I can memorize, I can tell you random meanings of these cards all day, but somehow it does not fit in the story or the question that you're bringing to me. And I'm having a trouble interpreting that, which means either you need to take this to somebody else because maybe I'm the wrong messenger, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's something you need to figure out and the cards are deliberately obscuring it from me. Or I can't find the words to say it because I don't have the vocabulary because like and that's if, so valid. Yeah. You no, know, I think it's
0: really valid. And we have to be comfortable saying that.
1: Lit, you know, if you got a reading from the three of us, we're all going to say maybe similar things and maybe different things. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. I mean, we are interpreting, you know, tarot is a language. It's it's like English in some ways, it's not an exact word for word, you know, definition, language you know, we
0: symbols.
2: Yes. It's a
1: language
0: <laughs> of that symbols. Allowing that it is not always a perfect sim sim not always a perfect thinger <laughs> um that well the, best. the ability to say this is not a hundred percent it's not always going to happen the thing is is that like i've been doing readings for a really long time like professionally for 15 years or so if i were terrible at this all the time i wouldn't have a job period. So I always encourage folks to get a referral when you call a reader, because if you have a reader that's just like, we keep saying shitting the bed, which is so gross, (laughs) but it's totally accurate expression.
2: Absolutely. If you have a reader
0: reader that shits the bed 75% of the time instead of 25, maybe find a different reader. You know what I'm saying? 85%
2: you're probably in the right ballpark.
1: Yeah, for sure. Or maybe maybe they're not very good at certain questions. I mean, maybe they are 100% accurate with like work jobs, but if you ask them about relationships, they're like, "Uh, I don't know. Totally.
2: I I hate doing relationship readings, but I'm really good at career readings. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I can still do relationship readings, but I know it's not my strength. So why not go to a reader that has that particular strength? Mm -hmm. And it's also like- (laughs) <laughs> you, say, uh,
0: you swear a lot and i was like i'm not your girl you need to find yeah. somebody else because i'm not editing myself because then if i do i stammer and it, i hate that and but then like, also
1: the reading is probably going to be shit yeah <laughs> it makes it hard when you can't be authentic you can't be well, yourself you can't you know deliver the message authentically gosh three. that I mean, thing it's certainly just...
0: happened didn't it <laughs> <laughs> we're getting
1: flashbacks think... Yeah, I don't know. I I
0: think you guys are making both really good points is that not only do clients have to expect that sometimes a tarot reading is going to be wrong, but so do we, you know? And we need to be kinder to ourselves and not get consumed in a, I can fix them ego bullshit mania like I did. What was I thinking? Where were you guys? You should have, your fucking spidey sense should have gone off and you've been like, Snova, whatever you're doing, it's bad.
1: We t- i probably gave either a giving other readings b working our own fucking shit and you know Don't yeah work on your you. own fucking shit Not <laughs> Damn it. This, is a, this is a it's lesson practical. your aura needs for your own self i mean we can always do a cleansing thing right i, so I saw this thing it is. had a
0: dot and it said um me with an arrow and then it said the world revolving like <laughs> <laughs> and i was like hey, perfect that's- I promise I'll um, yeah, email
1: you more often now and make sure it, that you're having more good readings sorry, than bad. Stupid again, because
0: I can feel a disturbance in the force. <sighs> stop being so I, dumb. I, I, I'm glad that I gave that shitty reading. I hate saying it, but I'm glad that I doubled down on that shitty reading because now my ego is firmly in check.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like
0: mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna sign a book contract. La la la. And I got these stickers to promote it. Do you want them? And I was feeling all fancy. And they're like, nah, we're good.
1: Well, not only that, but when you, learning is messy. (laughs) You know, if everything was perfect, we would not understand how to expand. we probably wouldn't have jobs either. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I learn from the shittiest things I say or write or do or, mm-hmm. you know, course corrections. It's like, oh, that was a mistake. I didn't know that. Now I do. I'm never going to do that again. Otherwise, I'm going to slit my wrist. Yeah, you know, that's, that's that's a little dramatic, right. But, you know, yeah. Don't when take I'm it to the extreme. Messing, said true. a
0: hurtful thing to a friend and she was just destroyed because she knew she'd said something hurtful. And she, the friend was holding her boundaries and saying, I can't talk to you about this right now. So for like two weeks, she was just devastated that she said something stupid and hurtful. And this is like the nicest person in the world. So it was really tearing her up. And I like the important thing to remember about this mistake is that you can learn from it. Indeed. That's the most important thing. And eventually her friend, they had a long conversation for like an hour and they figured it all out and she had the chance to apologize. But how much do you want to bet that she never says anything that's stupid again, ever?
1: You know? Pretty pretty damn unlikely. Yeah. Well, at least because not that exact thing again. She might yeah. say something dumb other ways. I mean, right, I know exactly. that I still insert my, my foot into my mouth on a lot of occasions. That but never happens. It's...
0: I've never seen it. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, I'm perfect. I'm I'm so good. ah.
0: You're a beautiful tropical fish and I love you. Oh
1: my God. I'm going to go barf. Thank Um. you. I will thank you for the compliment, but yeah, everybody (laughs) makes mistakes. We all look down on
0: ourselves. And I think it's important to learn from them.
2: Can I, can I um, offer up a different section of the podcast? So when, you know, you've given a bad reading, what can you do Yes. After the bad reading, mm, besides yeah. learning from it, like, I mean, yes, your ego is probably pretty bruised mm. and Did you just whimper? (laughs) Yeah, you totally whimpered. We can't can't stay there. We can't stay there in bruised ego and shit all over ourselves and make ourselves feel bad all all over and over and over again. Um, Like, learn the lesson, but like, be kind to yourself as well. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. even professional readers go through this, as we just saw from Melissa's wonderful example. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, imagine being a beginning reader and getting maybe testimonials instead of money and have it, and giving a shitty reading. Like, what do you do? I, in those cases what I do is I keep a happy file of just testimonials of people that really loved my readings that I really served. Um, you do some energy work, whatever energy work works for you to clear that energy, clear that gunk, read an inspirational book, exercise or go for a walk in nature, meditate, write about like, it on a
0: podcast, write about <laughs> it
2: on a write about it or talk about it on a podcast. Um make sure that your containers to do your best work are intact, mm-hmm. manage expectations for the next time around because sometimes when I feel that I've done a subpar reading or a bad reading, sometimes it's not necessarily a bad reading, sometimes it's the client's expectations were different than what you actually offer mm-hmm. or vice versa your expe- expectations for your readings were different mm-hmm. than what you actually serve so manage your expectations for the next time around if you realize that you keep on sucking out on the love readings but you're really great at career readings make that your focus mm-hmm. you know maybe you'll still do a couple of love readings but work towards your strengths and work on your deficits so that you can strengthen those instead of being weak in those fields.
1: And you can specify that stuff up front. I love two things that you said, Hill, going to the foundations. You know, you got to make sure you've got enough sleep, food, water. Take care of yourself first because sometimes we're not at our best after if we're sick. I mean, I've done festival readings where I've... I've had to chug the cold medicine all day because I was the only reader that could fill in. That's not me being at my best. And I don't know how bad those readings were. Plus it puts others at risk. And I hate doing that. And it felt really shitty doing that. And B... Managing expectations is something you can do up front. Put it in your request documentation Mm -hmm. or the phone conversations when you start out. Yeah, your intake forms. Use those intake forms. I always want to know what my clients expect out of our time together. If it's to answer the question or the discussion, even my counselor will ask me, what's on your mind today? What's important? What do you need from me? Mm -hmm. Create an agenda for yes. your
2: reading. I mean, I'm sure like, even if you're going into it as a client saying, you know, like, I want it, I want these three questions as the focus. And then your you're like, reader, okay. I'm telling you, your reader is going to appreciate it immensely because yeah. I yeah. know I would. It's just like, all right, someone's focused. All right,
1: yeah. let's go. <laughs> and when you're done, make sure you save some time to say, did I hit what you wanted today. Is what- there
2: anything else you kn- you wanted to cover? And and look at your time as well. Like look at like the final 5 minutes of the reading. Remember sh- make sure that you're looking at the clock if that's how you um, space out your readings, whether it's based on time or based on just session and say, okay, it looks like we have five minutes left in our reading. Like let's pull an Oracle card to wrap up the reading or let's, um, I have time for one more question, you know, and pull a couple of cards for that, but like or give them homework or give them homework.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, you know, this, Hillary, I'm really glad you brought that up. Because I think there are so many ways that you and I and Jamie have made ourselves better readers over the years without really paying attention to how we did it. And I think that the information you just gave would have been great 20 years ago. Where the fuck were you? It's yeah. so, <laughs> I not mean, managing expectations.
1: First.
2: Right. I, I, I wrote about first. it on my blog. So Listen I was just reading Hillary. a couple of things from my <laughs> blog. You guys <laughs> oh. are smart.
0: Because, like, yep. I've done stuff, like, I'm short, I don't do hour-long readings, because my readings honestly never take more than 20 to 45 minutes, so I cut the time down, and literally nobody has noticed, like, because my readings are fast to the point, here's your homework, here's where you're fucking up, da 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 You guys have got readings for me, you know how I do it. Yeah. And for friends, even, it's like five or ten minutes. And, like, it took me a really long time to realize I'm blocking off an hour for something that I need to scoot to 45 minutes and save my time. I was wasting my time. But that's something that you have to pick up by doing it. So these great tips, you guys, that Hillary and Jamie have laid on you, are something that we had to learn the hard way and that you get the benefit of listening to us bitch about. So <laughs> well done, guys. This is why I picked these guys to do a podcast with, because they're smarter than me. Surround yourself by people that are smarter than as, you. That's as my smart as.
1: smart as, as. That's smart yeah. really smart. I mean, we all, the other thing is, is we all, as you've heard throughout either the episodes or even this one right now, is we kind of dig out ourselves a little bit. We're all susceptible to that. Every person I know is susceptible to saying, I suck. I'm a shitty person. What the fuck am I doing? I, I shouldn't be alive. Wang, Go into that. However... You have friends, you have family members that care about you that will help you pull you out of those moments. And Mm -hmm. especially as we're talking to like the people that are just starting out, they're like, oh, this is all great information. I'm going to try everything. Don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up. I mean, don't
0: let a bad reading define you.
1: Yeah. Bad readings. Yeah. Bad readings don't define you. Even reading does not define you. It's your perspective. It's your personality. You know, people come to me for my perspective. People may come to Liz for her cussing.
0: They yeah. might. I'm delightful.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I, yeah.
0: Come,
2: I know people come to me for my straight shooting, like yeah, refusal to sugarcoat. Sugar and I thought that was my weakness, but it's yeah. actually my strength. People are just like, I come to you and continue to come to you because you don't give me the reading. You're, yep. It's not a kind and gentle reading, but you're going to thank me for it.
0: Yeah. For sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too, also, It's really important for us as readers to remember that we are just like anyone else in a profession. Like I said before, at one point, every hairdresser fucks somebody's hair up and they learn from that. And that's the most important thing. And I'm not picking on hairdressers like any nuclear physicist accidentally set off some kind of red button situation. I'm sure it happens and then they fix it and then they learn from it. Um, but what they don't do is beat themselves up senselessly because of it. I hope, because that would be awkward. but um, but yeah, I think I think more people need to talk about bad readings and how they recover for them. So I hope this has been helpful to you guys. And I hope that you remember that just because sometimes the tarot gives us incredible amazing insight, doesn't mean that you're Cassandra, you know, standing at the edge of the pool giving the word of god to people if you put yourself on that pedestal when you fall it's gonna hurt like a motherfucker
1: (laughs) we'll be there with band-aids oh bless (laughs) thank you
0: so much for joining us uh at Cardslingers coast to coast you can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com and please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com we'll see you next time We'll i right